Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us this wonderful Friday evening, likely into your Saturday morning if you're on the East Coast. We appreciate you tuning in to the AEW Rampage and WWE SmackDown post show. It is the go home the AEW pay-per-view, baby. We're going home to Revolution. We got a Sammy, a Sammy and Cody face-off. Mm, Freudian slip. We got a Roman and Cody face-off. We got a lot going on tonight. And we've got a lot of support from you wonderful people. I can't even begin to tell you how um, sincerely moved I was by the amount of support that we got Thursday. We have over 6,500 views on our wow. ROH post show. And I, I think it feels like at the end of ROH, there weren't even 6,500 people watching. I felt like I was one of the only ones that was <laughs> hanging in there before they shut down. So thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. You can support us tonight by leaving a thumbs up on this video. It's a free way to support us. It's the easiest way to support us. You can also send in your super chats and your humper chats at humperchats.com. We get to keep a little bit more of the money over at Humper Chats. We like those even better than Super Chats, but we'll take it. We'll take money however you want to send it to us. We've also got a lot of great stuff going up on Fightful Select. We've got information, I guess, coming soon about a, a WWE talent that was looking into a possible boxing match. All sorts of crazy stuff going on. And to help me unpack all of it. I've got Alex Cardoza here with me. Alex, how you doing? How's everyone doing? I'm coming live from Jersey today. Today I'm in Jersey. So that's why none of the extravagant backgrounds or anything because I'm with my travel gear, friends. But I'm still doing the show. I appreciate it. I appreciate you being here. And um, before we dive in, I'm I'm starting the show a little bit different tonight because uh, I just couldn't let something go today. (laughs) I... Um, I don't want to sound like I'm burying anyone, especially somebody that has been through a great deal of trauma. Um, but I was, I was kind of bugged by something that I saw out there and I'm not going to go into details, but I, I will tell you something about my own experience. Cause I feel like anything mental health related, the best place to speak from is your own experience. And, uh, it, <laughs> when I was in college, I was going through a lot. I got really depressed and um, I just been through like a decade of trauma. And what was weird was after going through all of that, uh, 
I fell apart after things started to get okay again. And it was because I had gotten out of survival mode. I started to let myself kind of feel stuff and I couldn't just function in my life. And I, I didn't understand what was going on. And my dad said something really important to me at the time um, because I was so confused. And if you've watched the show, you know, my dad times that if you watch the Tuesday show, you know, he's super chatting. He doesn't even watch wrestling. <laughs> he's always been supportive of me and both my parents have and my sister. And um, he said, Kate, if you had the clarity to see what was going on with you, you wouldn't have been depressed. Meaning that if I wasn't suffering from depression, I would probably be able to go out and live my life in all these ways that I wanted to or was used to being able to do. So um, that was so important for me to hear. And I just kept thinking today about if someone told me that I needed to... Um, to exercise or eat better or just suddenly have more money. Um, that would have been the most damaging thing I could have heard. And I just want to say that anytime we get a message that someone has been through something or is going through something, whether it's something specific or they just can't get out of bed in the morning and this brings them some sort of relief, I, I consider that a privilege. And Everybody deals with things their own ways, but I just want people to know that like your way doesn't have to be any specific way. If you need therapy, if you need medication, if you need to make lifestyle changes, there's not um, a blanket solution to any of this. And um, it, any implication of otherwise, I, I just would never want anybody to feel weaker or lesser than for the way that they choose to treat having depression or any sort of mental health issue. I just want people at Fightful watching to know, like, you don't have to be anything but yourself here. Like, that's really important to me. Any stream that I'm on, I don't, in general, really speak for everyone at Fightful on a lot of things. But I think this is safe to say that if you need help with your mental health, there's just absolutely no shame in asking about it. And I couldn't shake it today. So I just wanted to come on. This is totally a mea culpa. This is just for me. I didn't run this by Sean. I wasn't sent in any way. This is just my own experience. And I needed therapy. I needed friends. I needed my family. I needed to just cry a lot. I needed all of these things to help me get better. And everybody gets better in their own way. I'm not trying to say um, some of the things that were insinuated today aren't helpful. I couldn't have done any of those things with the condition that I was in. And I just don't want anybody to... Um, ever feel like there's any shame in that because we're all just where we're at. We're all where we're at. So this is a place where you can come and just be yourself. I never want that to change. I want to get the drama out of the way. I'm not here to bear anyone. If you want to send in love and support to each other, to Alex, to me, to talk about wrestling, whatever you want to do. But it's just, that was important for me today to say off the, like at the top of the show. Um, and also if you have comments, please keep them tasteful. We're not try trying to make this a place of, anything other than support and love. And that's part of why I said that today. So um, let's get into some good and some bad wrestling today. We've got plenty of it to go after. Uh, I uh, just felt like I had to say that. So good for you. Good for gonna, you. We're going to dive into some of your super supportive chats and to the wrestling tonight. Tom LaValle saying it's Friday night. You know what that means? The best bangs. 
the best clavicles and all God, of that. Look at this. Media. Look at this. How sexy this is. Oh my right? God. I've been working it out. I have like a nice go. trap happening. I even, I even just for you, look at this. You know what that is? Yeah. Cardoza. Good Lord. I know. I'm showing it's you like, all tonight. He is, uh, he is in Jersey, which is significantly colder than where he resides now. Yeah. Um, and he's still, he's still bringing the I'm heat. Still, I'm still showing it to you all. All pasty and white. <laughs> well, you're showing skin right here for free on Fightful. You're not even only fansing that. So. No, um, this is a, spe a special day here. I told you I was bringing the heat. There's a lot to talk about today. A lot to unpack. There is a lot to unpack. And Ricardo Comerciante de Pepsi saying, can I send weed over a super chat? <laughs> I don't think so. And I think if you figured out that technology, you might become a millionaire. So <laughs> good luck with figuring that out. And Ryan Sullivan, always trolling you for us not having a team <sighs> thing. Alex needs to sing a song right now as his intro. I don't want to get a copyright strike. So Yeah, no, my vocal cords are really good. And the last thing I need to do is cost us some money that should be going into our pocket. So I'll get you guys. Don't worry about it. Next week, I'm home. Uh, I have this for you. Kate's going to be super surprised. And it's going to oh be fun. Lord. Yeah. Well, after I open the show in kind of a heavy way, we're back to normal form with Matthew Plus saying, it's Friday night. Y'all should try getting friends. You're super chatting this show. I don't know what to tell you. I'm out here getting paid. You're not getting laid. Uh, Whoa. My super awesome dad chiming in with a heart emoji. We've been through a lot as a family, and he's the best. So uh, thank you, Dad, for everything, especially those words in that moment. For sure. Um, Ricardo saying, be yourself. Can't be no one else. There you go. This rebel heart, right? Another day you got to give him hell. This rebel heart words to live by. Also said to bet on yourself, man. You do whatever you need to do to make you happy as long as it doesn't hurt anybody. I, I want to say something to you. You're an amazing person. Happy uh, Thank you. You know, yes, Women's I am. International <laughs> Month and all that stuff. But here's here's something I got to tell you. I'm a veteran. This person's a veteran. We hold the responsibility of how we conduct and say things. Okay. And what was said and the way it was put was your belief and the way you think about how things are done. A lot of it was implied in the wrong way by this person. And the stupidity of even mentioning the thought of money is even worse. Yeah. Because the last thing I thought about was when I came back after seeing torture and death and body parts and everything was, oh, yeah, let me make more money because that's going to help me. That but this is not about me. This is about the fact that it was just put out uh in a bad way it wasn't responsible but anyway uh there's no, a lot I... of bad wrestling today that... <laughs> i'll was... lead with that i see alex plowski is gonna come on here and we're gonna talk about dominic mysterio and i've just sent Please. him reeling I can think. we put he, dominic and parker up. together <laughs> he was all fired up to talk about it and then i i made it i made it so heavy off the bat but we are gonna start here with cody rhodes and roman reigns on the roads to wrestlemania we have a 10-minute entrance from Cody and Roman. Nobody says anything for 10 minutes of this show. Oh, my gosh. Let's get to it already. But we do have this segment happening. Cody says he wants a conversation. Does he kind of need Roman's lackeys to do that? He just wants to talk. And Roman, of course, says, so what do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> I hopped for that. Uh, <laughs> Cody kind of goes through everything that he's been through in his wrestling journey, kind of outlines the undesirable to undeniable trope, 
dances around, but essentially mentions all in, um, talks about his journey. And and Roman fires back with something that I thought was great saying, have you held this belt though? Have you challenged for this belt? Have you main evented WrestleMania? Like, are you ready for this specific challenge? I thought was a really good way to Mm -hmm. kind of direct where this was going. He does what everybody else thought was a a fantastic Dusty Rhodes impression. I, I thought it was pretty medium, but Basically reiterating what Paul Heyman said that Roman uh, said that Cody didn't really exist when Dusty would talk to him, that he had championed Roman this whole time. And Cody essentially says the only way for him to exist in that case is for him to beat Roman Rhodes at Roman Rhodes. Oh, no. Wow. (laughs) I've combined them. You know, the problem is, Kate, that technology (laughs) with the has hit you through the computer when he has. Yeah, it has. Oh, no. Uh, A lot of people really liked this and I didn't hate it. I thought this was a solid enough segment and it continued to kind of build out the story we were in. But this is a lot of Cody's dad. Yes. It's not. It just doesn't for me, for me and me alone. It doesn't sniff the boots of uh, it doesn't sniff the boots. That's not a phrase. It doesn't lace the boots. This is wrestling. It's hidden to sauce tonight, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Story-wise, it doesn't doesn't even compare for me uh, to to Sammy and and the story that we had going. Like, and some of that is just a, a symptom of what they've chosen to do. Right? They decided Cody was the guy. This doesn't have nearly enough time to create the kind of build that Sammy was was building for the past eight months in some ways the story has been culminating for two years they're still doing interesting stuff with it but i just don't like that to me the title picture while this was a good segment kind of pales in comparison and the end of this promo went a little weird for me when cody was talking about not existing this got kind of of weird at the end a lot of people liked it i felt it was it was all right it was pretty good uh i wasn't really blown away from it um what did you think of this opening segment so i know that i know that you know this story has to be built out but i just i put this out on the twitter machine it's i i felt nothing unfortunately i did not feel anything i was not excited for it it was you have adrenaline in your soul from this i did not have adrenaline in my soul unfortunately but the problem that took me out of it was the fact that we're always going back to the same thing Cody's dad and I said this when he first came back to WWE and I said it on this very show I don't think the right move was to come to WWE I thought maybe and this is just me speaking maybe he just needed to talk to someone about all the things that happened with his dad outside of wrestling so like a therapy session basically because this is what he's like doing now but on live television it's it's just letting all this stuff out about his dad and it's killing me because instead of this being about you, Cody Rhodes, making it to the top and winning this belt and being you, it's been more of a, my dad's going to be proud of me. I overdid what my dad did. Like, I felt like maybe now it's not about Cody anymore. It's about that. A little, I can see that. An over-reliance on Dusty a little much. Yeah. It's been a lot about my dad and my injury and not a ton about Cody and the things that Correct. have leaned into Cody specifically, we've kind of heard already, right? The undesirable, the undeniable stuff. So I hear you on that. I hear you on that. I really did love Roman with the, so what do you guys want to talk about? That did make me laugh quite a bit. I appreciated that because I hate that line. And Cody Rhodes sincerely can't stand people doing impressions of his dad. And I think Roman 
intentionally kind of let me see if I can get up a good Dusty Rhodes impression here. He got it off. He had did. The tongue, he did had right. the tongue even uh, articulated <laughs> correctly so he can get that lift, baby. You know. Yeah, so. I think that was an, another layer more than I probably realized on the surface and, until I had heard from some other people and seen articles about that circulating of that was like a strategic move from Roman that wasn't just a part of his promo. So mm. certainly not bad, just not not bloodline. Oh my god, I my seat stuff for me, for me. But we've got some more. Okay, no, seriously, this is what happens. <laughs> I okay? love this. Co- Cody Rhodes shows up like the district manager coming in for a training session. His clip his tie, little tie clip, tie clip. This little tie clip that he's got. <laughs> I'm here. I'm important. Look at me. I'm important. Um, and and then Roman basically says the exact same thing that Paul Heyman said three weeks ago, and then. Um, and then Cody Rhodes says, well, now I super mega double have to beat you at WrestleMania. And people are like, that was a great segment. Great segment, huh, people? Great segment. By the way, Roman's impression of Dusty, like a B minus C plus at best. See, at everybody best. was popping for it, but I think everybody pops for a Dusty Rhodes impression. And I don't, I don't think it was that good. All right. Now fade into the background. I was never here. Goodness. Oh, no. <laughs> Un- like with unbelievable synchronicity, Alex and I always go to add and remove him from stream, like at the same time, and always tend to accomplish the opposite of what we're actually trying to accomplish. But uh, we got some more love and some more chats coming in. Robert Lyle saying, Thank you for sharing, Kate. You're welcome. Been dealing with long COVID. So is my sister. Mm. The past two years, everyone loves to chime in with their two cents when they don't know the journey you're on. We heal and deal in our own way and time. Healing and dealing. Healing and dealing. I like that. Yeah. Anything Ric Flair said, that's even better. So that's exactly it. Like it's the the mandate that this is how you cure your mental health. Way better than nagging and banging. uh, Instead of a, this is what worked for me perspective, which is where I always try to come from. Just a mea culpa. But Kim Gray saying, love from your Mississippi friend. Thank you, Kim Gray. Always so supportive of us. So nice. Matthew Plus saying, wish you existed like Cody did. Ha ha, Matthew Plus. You're stuck with me. You're getting more stuck with me. It looks like I picked up a Thursday night show. So oh, damn. You don't like me. Fightful's going to be a tough place for you to exist. But Broadway Joe saying, those crooks, Keith and... Uh, oh, we'll save, we're going to save that one. We're going to save that one. We got Rampage talk coming down the line. But some uh, a huge, huge humper chat from Trey Cash. Thank you so much saying... When I go back and watch old Roman promos when he was the big cringe, but the trial chief <laughs> Roman is one of the best promos in the game. How, who would have thought that he had it in him? He was truly God mode tonight. I really did like Roman's half of this a lot better. It was kind of a reiteration of what was said by Paul Heyman a few weeks ago, but he he's really settled into this cool guy um methodical assassin thing like he he's a really really good um expression of that character so we will move along to Rhea Ripley defeating Liv Morgan I really liked this match a lot um it was really nice to to have wonderful things to say here because we haven't had like a an abundance of women's wrestling on WWE television, especially on the SmackDown side. We obviously get a lot more of it on Raw. I guess it's just SmackDown because we get a lot of it on NXT too. Yeah. Not the best stories, but 
<laughs> we get a lot of screen time for the ladies. Rhea beats Liv with her awesome cloverleaf thing here. Some really, really fun spots in this. Her planting Liv off the top ropes was so good. I can't remember what she was going for, a drop kick or something maybe here. But Rhea just being like, nah, and planting her was great. I feel like Liv Morgan's come a really long way. I feel like she finally has a character that she's kind of settled into a little bit after they've gone through a little bit of a reinvention wheel with her. And I said this from the beginning, when she was given the title, she hadn't had a match, a singles match that was probably longer than like five minutes. Mm -hmm. So to see her progress um, has been really, really rewarding. And she's getting really, really awesome. I know Alex Pulowski, who was on here a little bit ago and will I'm sure be on here to talk to us about Dominic Mysterio again, much to my delight, has said, you know, I think she'd be a great next runner up for Asuka if Asuka were to take the title from Bianca. And boy, oh boy, I agree with that, Alex. What were your thoughts on this match? Yeah, no, you know, I I talk a lot about how the matches in WWE for the poor women have kind of gone back to the old three minute rule. Um, But this one, this one was good. Uh, Like you mentioned, I think Liv has found something that she's really happy with. And I think that the whole punishment thing where she really likes to take punishment in and and wants to fight and really get in people's faces, this character has really like progressed in such a great way and adding a little bit of crazy to it. You know, like when she's talking in an interview and she's like, I love you, bye. And just kind of like leaves and you're like, what What just happened? Like, you love pain? Okay, cool. And Rhea, Rhea is just a beast, man. There's not much that you can say about her. and. Both of them in the ring worked really well together. There's times that you can tell when sometimes there's not a lot of chemistry between people or like they're just trying to do things in the ring. But Dan, they beat the crap out of it. Like she wanted Rhea to throw her around and like the spots outside of the ring. Like it was really good. She really does. And they had that tag run together too. So they're familiar yeah. working with each other. I kind of wish commentary had delved a little bit more into that. Uh, I, I didn't hear it at least. I might have missed it, but they didn't really talk about the fact that they had worked together for so long, but Matthew plus saying Lexus looks like he's staring at himself on screen. I have two screens and I use one for everything because I'm yeah. apparently well, I'm like, on, I don't know what's wrong with me. It's different. I'm on a small computer screen. So the mobile setup. Yeah, Live. I'm, I'm listening to Kate, but I'm watching, you know, uh, old WCW Nitro on the other. <laughs> Over some stuff on SmackDown tonight, I wouldn't blame you, but not this. Michael Damon saying the little girl that cried after Liv Morgan lost got to meet Liv after the show. No way. Oh, that's awesome. Liv is the best. Yeah, she had her Ms. Girl moment, but like sad instead of angry. But very encouraging to see tonight. Really, really liked um, what we got out of Liv and Rhea. And Liv really continuing just to to progress every time she's in there. she's... Awesome. Largely credited with being one of the hardest working women and just wrestlers in the company. So from Elmwood Park, New Jersey. I don't know if you knew that. I did know that the Joyzy girl in the house. Yeah. We love it. I was it. just kidding. I know you know that. I do. Just I the do way that, that uh Samantha really like elongates right. from Elmwood Park. Yeah. Uh this was my little point of the show of the year. I know I was just talking about being depressed in college, but maybe of my life. Dominic and Santos Escobar. Oh no. Um <laughs> we got a quick promo. But Santos saying that Ray should have clocked on last week. And I was like, yes, I certainly agree with that. Uh he doesn't know why he didn't. Santos doesn't have a problem doing that. And if Dominic wants to do something about it and is a man about it, he'll be in the ring. 
Um, knew what was going to happen here. Hated every second of it. This ultimately ends with Dominic pulling breast knuckles out of his boots. The ref is yelling at him while Rhea Ripley hits the riptide. That part was awesome. Back in the ring, Dom hits a not great frog splash to win this. Um, Santos Escobar is like one of the best wrestlers in the world. His God. work on NXT, which was a, a difficult environment to stand out in in general, much less when you have a character and not a gimmicky character, which to me, Santos Escobar always has. Like, he was just awesome. And Legato was an awesome stable. And I had so many high hopes for when they got called up because there's a natural story. You know, you could do the bloodline versus Legato, like a family versus family thing. You could do Imperium versus Legato. There's so many directions you could have gone with when you're building up these stables. Santos Escobar has this incredible match against Ricochet that's hidden away on FSN or whatever, whichever <laughs> taping that was. An amazing main event. Then he's kind of like out here losing to Dominic Mysterio, know, who, man. while well positioned on the card, just isn't there in the ring. Um, and and for me, it's frustrating because people have taken to the creative around him, and I do think the creative's gotten better, but his execution of that creative isn't better. And I don't feel like people have said to me that they feel like Dominic has come a really long way. I just, I don't see it. I don't see, um, like the frog splash tonight doesn't look any better to me than it did a couple years ago. His 619 last time I saw that didn't look great. And if you're going to have this huge match with your dad, you should probably know how to do at least your fake or your real dad's moves really, really well. The three amigos <laughs> is a tough one, so <laughs> I'm not expecting that. But to to see Santos Escobar losing here just bummed me out because Santos Escobar is someone who should be like in that mid-card title picture on the way up. I would love to see him versus Gunther. My goodness, that could be so much fun. But um, I'll tell you something about Alex Pulowski. He has a, a frame like this that says professional curmudgeon that we haven't gotten up yet. But if there's anything for him to come on and be a professional curmudgeon about, it's Dominic Mysterio. And we wanted to invite him back on here to talk about Dominic. Alexis, my best friend, my twin. Hey, all right, um, easy. Uh, I can take you off the stream. I know. Wow. Um, you tweeted about how um, maybe they should just stop overusing Eddie Guerrero as as this thing a crutch for hey is there a latin guy in this match let's mention eddie guerrero seven times um and what they should probably do is maybe create a new latino legend for them to mention and how can they do that when they have one st standing right in front of them in santos escobar that could easily be pushed oh and God. become the new latino legend for this company he's, it's right there he's fantastic in the ring he could talk he's he's resplendent in the suits that he wears he's got an awesome faction backing him up you could even repackage and add the uh uh, uh, uh carrillo and um and angel garza to it make it a five man group make it awesome with zelina vega next to him bring up electra lopez so there's two beautiful women next to him they would be impeccable you could do awesome things with them what are you going to do though you're going to have him lose uh to to the worst wrestler on the roster probably the rest wrestler in the business and uh the reason you're going to have him do that is because the worst wrestlers in the wrestler in the business's girlfriend hit her finisher on him on the outside and listen i love rhea ripley i love seeing her do the rip type to people you cannot tell me that in the eyes of the people running this company 
that when a woman hits her move on a dude to cause him to lose, it says just as much negatively about the dude in their eyes as it does positively about the woman. So when Rhea Ripley, who again, whom I love, and I love seeing her hit the rooftop on people, when she does it to Santos Escobar, you can hear the death knell. It's faint, but you can hear the death knell on Santos Escobar. Um, this sucked in so many ways, especially because, like, wouldn't it, I, I, honestly, if Dominic could hold his own at anything, and he actually got an honest-to-God victory over, over Santos, fine. I wouldn't agree with it, but fine. But he's so terrible at everything. They were like, well, Jesus, it's not believable for Santos to lose to a move by Dominic. What if he loses to a move by Rhea Ripley? That there just also made me really want to see Rhea Ripley versus Santos Escobar so bad. And we can't do that because we're not going to no. get intergender wrestling on television. But like... There was a moment oh. that encapsulates everything that's wrong with Dominic. Everything. <laughs> Where Santos is in prime position to be 619 He's up against the ropes laying there. And Dominic yeah. is there with him and runs... I won't say runs. Jogs? walks to the to the far end of the ropes and touches them he doesn't bounce off them touches them and then walks over to santos still in prime position to be 619 and kind of like i guess puts his knee in his back like the the move you're looking for dominic is to sprint to the ropes sprint and then stop short right behind yeah. him and then kick him in the back the, like deprive the, the crowd spot. Yes, yeah, the crowd should be thinking you're gonna six one nine him, but I'm not gonna give that to you. I'm a heel, and like Eddie would you do this all the time. Andrade is the master of this kind of thing, of making the crowd think you're gonna do something that even though they don't like you will be spectacular and they'll pop for it, but you're not gonna give it to them. I don't know what any of this was, but you could tell that was the thing they told him how to. They told him, "Hey, do this," and he's like, "I, I don't even know what that is." Like he has this week, they had him on Seamus's workout video series, which is like, A, it's his prison workout. He was in, in kayfabe. He was in county jail for five hours. So it's his prison workout where he's wearing blood. He's wearing Crips colors, but throwing up the blood sign with Seamus in a promotional picture for the damn thing. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. 
Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. It would be so all this would be so ridiculous, except for the fact the most ridiculous thing is that we've seen Dominic hasn't improved his body in three years on the main roster. He doesn't have a workout. Like, what even? My gosh, Alex has self-destructed. He's, um, I think he's angry. I think he's a really big uh... supporter of the Dom. <laughs> Wrestling podcasting. <laughs> Y'all talking about our Lord and Savior Dominic Mysterio. This was really fun because I got to do the ROH review yesterday, and everybody was in there trolling Reg about Bray Wyatt, and now people are going to come in here and troll Alex about Dominic Mysterio, which is which is just great. <laughs> One healthy photo saying, "Guys, the Shamrock Shake is back." Does that mean Dom can wrestle all of a sudden? Spoiler: oh, No, man. it doesn't. Oh man. Dude, Andrade should have been a bigger deal than he was in WWE. He should have been a bigger deal than he was in AEW. Um, yeah, there, it's hard for me to disagree with anything that, that Alex just said. And it's very easy for me to agree with <laughs> it. Uh, the Amish electrician say we need a job. It's a sub t-shirt. Um, now when he comes out, you know the scene in The Wedding Singer where Adam Sandler's all sad and is like, Holiday, mm-hmm. celebrate. I'm kind of like booyaka, booyaka, with like that same, oh my God. That same I, energy. So I'm, I'm just hoping we can get through this WrestleMania thing. I'm glad here. he referenced my tweet because it's true. They don't, they have no Latino representation. They have no one to fall back on. Um, every single damn fight that a Latino's in is always something about Eddie Guerrero. It's always a frog splash. Like I know. <laughs> At this point, if you were to bring me in as a fan, to be like, oh, my God, here's Alex Cardoza. And, you know, he used to watch the late, great Eddie Guerrero. And now he's going up for a frog splash. You know who used to know the best frog splash? Like, come on. Did man. you know Eddie Guerrero is at least number seven in his top ten wrestlers? <laughs> Golly, it's just sad, man, because you, you, I love him. I love uh, – um, what they're doing with Escobar. Like he's such a great talent. Like I loved what they did with him in NXT. The presentation, everything about him is super stardom. Uh, you want to make money off of him, off of toys, make mass and all that stuff. Cause we know that's what WWE, you know, it's a business. So they got to make some type of, of revenue off of these guys. Do it, do it because the Latino representation will come in strong, man. Strong. A lot of chat about this. Thank you, Alex Pulowski for that. We got six 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 thing storyline is dead to my latin friends too unbelievable i thought about it they have telenovelas which would go crazy waited too long for ray to react i don't know um if the injury threw off the timing of this at all but it, it did feel like they've been waiting to do this the entire time dom's been on the main roster and now it feels rushed a little bit somehow um Shaper saying, can we get financial partners involved to have Alex run his own wrestling company or have a company hire him? Literally always agree with him. I agree with him most of the times, and even on the rare occasions I disagree with him. I can't say it's because any of his wrestling thinking is bad. It's just a a matter of taste sometimes on occasion, or um, I, I I think it's fair to say that Alex is pretty 
pretty critical and sometimes I'm just not as critical, but, uh, I, it's never because I'm like, nah, he's just off base about that. So I would be a fan of it. If anybody wants to pony up like $9 billion so that <laughs> Alex could buy WWE, you can support us with super chats and Humber chats. Uh, we don't generally see a cut of it, but I think if $9 billion came in, yeah. it, uh, also, we'd also have a like to stand on and asking Sean for that. Make, make things, you know, I understand it's entertainment and you want to build off stories, but it's been long enough in a Hispanic family. If I ever dared or any person in a Hispanic family ever dared to talk to their parent like that, I'd probably be missing half of my jaw. I'd be a bionic Alex talking out of an electric box. Just letting you guys know. <laughs> Kim Gray saying Ray Dom is so unbelievable because no parent would put up with being treated like that by his son. <laughs> my kid would never. There you Especially go. Especially in a, you know, oh, my God, a Hispanic household. Forget about it. Our resident heel Matthew Plus saying Vicky drives Dom to the ring in Eddie's lowrider. I actually, I think Alex Pulaski said this the other day. I don't hate that. Like, I don't hate that idea. Can you imagine? They gotta try. They gotta do something. She's done over there. She's done. In, select. I, um, I do think, know. regardless of if that's the play, she should come back into this picture because. She could just add something that I think is probably desperately needed into it. For sure. There could be a really fun, like, mommy versus mommy spot. Like, her saying, who's I can hear, excuse mommy. me. Excuse me. Roaring night to a WrestleMania. Oh, no, she's you, not. She can't because she has a contract to July. They might, If they're wrapping up anyway, I'm, I would hope that they'd let her out for it. But I do. If you've ever heard Vicky Guerrero talk about Eddie and in, in interviews... It's really, really heartwarming. Really, really heartwarming. It would be nice. It would yeah. be nice. Uh, G bro saying there's a SmackDown on Shamrock Day <laughs> does shake. My goodness. We have the proper celebratory moment for it. I appreciate it. It's really back. It came out today. I I guess so. I mean, I can't I drink know. that thing. It'll probably give me three heart attacks at the same and, time. Yeah. So. Uh, to be old again. <laughs> But we are going to move along to Drew McIntyre mm. being interrupted by half the roster and what started as something that I thought was really cool and then just spiraled into something kind of lame, unfortunately. But um, we have the super fun stuff up, up front with Seamus and Drew. Seamus essentially, Drew coming out to, to go after that IC title and Seamus being annoyed by that, saying that Drew knows how much the title means to him. And he's upset that Drew would challenge for it. Backstabber. A, Bastard. A backstabber after backstabber. But Drew says that the truth hurts and that Seamus had a shot twice and didn't win. Seamus isn't his parent and he doesn't need his permission. And Seamus saying that he thought they were brothers. But then it starts to fall apart a little bit. LA Knight comes out to a huge pop, which is awesome. I'm glad to see that guy being as over on the main roster as he should be. He's kind of one of the few people from NXT that's moved up and and been able to sustain that despite some of the things that they've thrown his way. Uh, but really, really good stuff from him. Not in the right place, though, in my opinion. I think Gunther versus Sheamus versus Drew or... Drew versus Sheamus leading up to a rematch with Gunther is a super fun idea. Yeah. Um, LA Knight, he wants his WrestleMania spots. New Day come out to troll him about that. 
I feel like if that was going to somehow lead to a four corners match of Big E in there with Sheamus, Drew, and Gunther, and it was just big meaty men slapping meat. Big E has this incredible moment. Um, that would still stink because I really want Sheamus to have that, but I Big E coming back to win the IC title. You've got New Day versus Imperium. That all makes sense. That's all clean and good. However, you've got LA Knight in this picture. You have Carrying Cross come out and join this picture. What the heck is going on? No. This is just one of those revolving door promos that I I don't like because it feels like, oh, we forgot about these guys. We're just gonna spill half the rocker locker room backstage um and and hope that they can all make sense out of this. Uh what did you think of this promo? I liked where it started and didn't like where it finished. Um I was, you know, once Seamus came out, I was like, okay, here we go. You know, it's it's about to really go back to these two beating the crap out of each other immediately. I was like, all right, well, that's fine. I mean, you, you're going to go hit that well again, which is, I don't think it's empty yet. Um, you know, they, I think the promo was really put together well, like the way they spoke about like, you know, we're not family, we're not friends, da, 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 you know, this and that. So then when LA and I came out, I was like, oh, well, okay, why are they? Okay. Like, but then the new day came out and I was like, now it's, completely off the rails i was thinking okay. you were like we need someone in high fashion to come out yeah right yeah a hundred percent i was thinking more and i wrote this um <laughs> it's so funny you said that because i did write this on twitter i'm like do you guys remember when wrestlers used to come out in you know jorts and a leather vest now they come out with these shirts like they don't you know <laughs> Carrying crosses out with like a Hawaiian back T-shirt. Were man. <laughs> yeah, back when wrestling was man. I'm like to my, I'm thinking to myself, okay, maybe this will lead to a really cool WrestleMania ladder match for the IC title, right? IC title ladder matches, duh, they go together. But no, except they had a moment to do a Scott Hall one, and they didn't. So that yeah. was weird. They kind of missed yeah. the boat on that. They should have made yeah. a memorial one there. Yeah, and all of a sudden, it's just no. It just did the whole thing felt clunky with Karrion Cross just staring off into the distance. I don't know what was happening. His music, I think, was still playing somehow. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Like I said this in the top of the show. I don't think there was a lot of bad wrestling today. I just think there was a lot of bad decisions being made today on wrestling programs. Well played. And we didn't even have Jeff Jarrett on screen. Godly. So oh. Oh hey. Hey. What is Karrion Cross? I, no one knows. You're... What what is he? He he came out tonight looked like looking like he was like the the bad guy in a in a direct yes. to DVD movie about competitive yes. underground blackjack. <laughs> like like what what are what are we doing with with him? I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. Like as, as soon as it was like oh Drew versus Sheamus versus Gunther, that's a perfect built-in yeah. story. Yeah. Three great workers. They're gonna beat the shit out of each other. This is a great mania. Ma- L.A. Knight, I love you. You're not wanted here. Go. Why is both members not of the here. New Day out here? Carrion, 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 Carrion. No. Just no? My God. No. Uh, like, leave it to WWE to tease us with a perfectly built, a story baked in to its core between three guys we want to see punch each other as hard as they can and then keep adding things to the soup until it becomes inedible. Alex, here, here's the kicker. You said it right off the top of the uh, of your comments there. Three dudes, 
three European nations fighting for an IC title. Yeah. Duh. It yeah. it writes itself. It's, it's far too easy. Do you see why I put you two on the other sides of each yeah. other? I don't know if I like this buddy buddy stuff going on. All right. I'm sorry. You're my Friday co host. We have to be, we, we have can, to be separated. We can both put our hand on you here yeah, around your back. There you go, like this. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> you got you go to your respective corners. Look, we're both hugging you. See? <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Well, so you're, thank you're, the, you. you're the meat in an Alex sandwich. No. <laughs> Hey, speaking of meat, thanks for the segue, Alex. <laughs> we got Blue Chew Read, Pretty Babies, and now I'm going to play it. It's the blue brand, and you know what that means. BlueChew.com. If you're looking to do it in front of a crowd, you don't want that performance anxiety when you're going to go have sex. BlueChew.com. Brings you the first chewable with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. But you know what? It gets rid of all the awkward talks and conversations beside this one. You don't have to go to the doctor's office. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. You work with their licensed medical providers. They find the right active ingredient for you, and it ships straight to your door. And when you get the package, it's not going to say, Sup, wiener pills. It comes in a discreet package, so your package no longer is discreet. It's not just for people with ED or problems. It's about that confidence. You want to perform at your peak. And how about this? Maybe, maybe you're starting to travel more. Maybe you're on the road more. You're spending more money. Not with your first shipment of Blue Chew. You get it free when you use the code FIGHTFUL. Just pay $5 shipping. That's how we keep the mailman hush-hush. $5 shipping is all it takes to get your first shipment and get that confidence. Maybe it's been a while after the pandemic and you're looking to get back out there. Get back out there with BlueChew.com. Code Fightful. I forgot to hit the stop button, so here we are. BlueChew.com. Code Fightful. <laughs> I'm going to have to order myself some of those wiener pills. <laughs> Go for it. I want to play that ad in like a sex ed class. Like just, hey. A sponsored sex ed class? Like With talk the- about sex? I'm like, and it's Sean in his old house yeah, for some yeah. reason. I'm into it. Big eye staring at you. It's just I'm like, I'm not uncomfortable at all. I just like, there's no way to do a read like that where it's ever going to be like super comfortable. So Sean was like, I'm just going to lean in. And I, I respect like it. it. I like it. I, I respect it too. Wiener I thank you for the segue. <laughs> Louis saying that Carrion looked like a yoked Waylon Mercy. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Uh, we get a quick interview from Gunther after this, basically saying that it's a disgrace that someone like him has been kept waiting for a WrestleMania opponent. And darn it, if I don't agree, I've thought like six different people were going to be his opponent so far. I thought we might get Brock Lesnar versus Gunther, which would have been incredible. But no, we're getting this now. Gunther's only concerned about finding a worthy opponent. He wants to battle at Mania for this prize. And this great sport. He's the ring general, damn it. So we get that. That was pretty good. He's doing the best he can with what he's been given or what he's been not given. Um, We have a quick match here from Tegan Knox versus Shayna Baszler. Natty out there. The boat. In Tegan Knox's corner, Ronda Rousey, of course, and Shayna Baszler's. This is quick, but Tegan does get some offense in, though not a lot. 
Armbar from Baszler. Knox taps out, clearly building to this tag title defense victory. I'm assuming at WrestleMania, my guess is that Shayna and Ronda walk out as the victors there. Uh, I don't see Becky and Lita holding it past Mania, but they said, we're not going to give you Becky and Ronda. We're going to give you Becky plus one and Ronda plus one. Uh, Any thoughts on this match? I'm just so lost with what they're doing with them, especially with Ronda. Like at this point, she's just, I don't even know what she's doing anymore. You know? Yeah. An arm for an arm. She's like an arm. Last week it was Skittles. This week an arm for an arm. Break her arm. Like, okay, cool. We will. Just a messy. (laughs) Why does she have a broken arm? Why does Ronda have a broken arm? Even if it's kayfabe. I don't understand any of it. See? He agrees with me. Maybe Shayna broke her arm. Maybe it's like also, some black hole combat also, stuff going on. Also, there. apparently we're not getting this seven-man ladder match. We're just getting this crap next week. Oh, yep. There it is. See? Yep. See, but it's a qualifier, so I like that. Yeah. Like, if we can get Sheamus or Drew in there, then we Look get Look at Karrion Cross. Story. What is he? You're right. Is he a biker? Is he the devil? He's a he's a bouncer is, in, at the at a skeevy L.A. nightclub. Is like, he a, a tarot card reader? Some kind of club. LA Knight too. Why does he have that vest on? I don't know what's going on. I don't know. LA Knight is giving me like attitude era vibes, though. I, I actually don't hate that for him. Oh, you're right. Uh, yeah. I'm not like, oh, I would love to go on a date with that gentleman. But I like, I like <laughs> for him, for him, I'll take it. Alex just comes in and puts a graphic on my screen. And then <laughs> he leaves. <laughs> But he did flip us back, so thank you for putting He's a us biker in, our, devil. in our rightful positions. Um, the one good thing is there's only one story that they ever tell with the women's tag titles, and that's dissension and splitting. I've wanted Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler for a really yeah. long time. If this gets us to that, I'll be happy. But Shayna Baszler, in my opinion, just deserves the world. I adore her. Um, I think she's one of the most kick-ass women's wrestlers of all time. Great talent, man. Great talent. Yeah. Wasting away. Like, she should be holding a championship for a while and going through the women's division, which isn't a lot right now, but kind of just put her through the ringer. You know what I'm saying? And then kind of like, you know what Jamie Hayter's doing with Britt Baker, which you know that's going to come sooner than later to an end. That's what should have happened with Shayna Baszler and, and Ronda. That would have been really fun if they built that out in a non-title capacity or even for a title shot, but one of them turned on the other. Yeah, one of them turned, right, exactly. Yeah, that'd, yeah. that'd be really fun. Alex, you mentioned earlier, you got your clavicles in shape, right? It's goddamn right, you want them? You've been working out? Oh, yeah. Have you been pulling up your pants, Alex? Twice. Doing the muscle man dance? Uh, just stop it. What is happening on my television I've, screen? I'm lost I, we have a Bobby Lashley promo. We get a recap of what happened on Raw, which wasn't too great to begin with. And I don't think this is the fault of Bobby Lashley, and I don't think it's the fault of Bray Wyatt, but you can come into our wage stream and troll Reg about it and say that it is. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Bobby basically says that Bray has been telling him to run for a few weeks now, and Bobby Lashley doesn't run from anybody. And since that didn't work, Bray's just been playing these games. That all feels like weakness to Bobby Lashley. Uh, if Bray has a problem with him, he should come see him face to face. That would be more believable if a, a muscle man dance video didn't have Bobby Lashley seething on Raw. He it kind of so makes me feel like the, the mind games have been working. 
Um, you had, you had, you had, you had Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley on a silver platter with an adequate build, not a pit stop on the way to Roman Reignsville. You had Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar with time. You had Brock Lesnar around to build this appropriately. And instead you are giving us Omos and I don't, don't poop on that match. That match could, could slap. You, I'll kick you off the stream. I got, I got another Alex in the bullpen. Okay, I don't. <laughs> I got another Alex. He's waiting. He's waiting. He's just waiting to kick you off for that one. I don't know why you pivot away from something that people have been wanting to have an adequate build for a really long time. Kind of feels like a, a retread a little bit, but if you put Bobby Lashley over here and give this 10, 10 minutes for two behemoths who can do stuff that guys this size should not be able to do in the middle yeah. of a two-night WrestleMania. Do you know how much fun that would have been? Also, what the hell happened with the rest of the Hurt Business? I love Shelton Benjamin. I love Cedric Alexander. Put him on my dang screen. This is such a bummer to me. Bobby Lashley did his best to try and save this the best he could. It's too late in the game for it. It's too weird. The Uncle Howdy stuff is in the mud. We, of course, get Uncle Howdy coming out to attack him. I don't know if it's Jay White. I don't know if it's Bo Dallas. I don't know who it is. But unfortunately, at this point, it's 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 hard for me to care. And I'm not overwhelmingly pro or anti-Bray. If you've watched the show enough, you know that. I, I've always liked it when I felt like I didn't know what was happening. I've never liked it when I felt like they didn't know what was happening. We are firmly in column B at this point. So I just... Uh, I'm I'm bummed because I I want to be rooting for this. I want to be rooting for stuff that even when it's not my taste, I know is good for pro wrestling. Bray Wyatt kind of falls into that category. Spooky stuff overall, not super for me. Great for pro wrestling because for some people, that's the pinnacle of pro wrestling. There's yeah. stuff that Bray does that can only exist kind of in a pro wrestling context. Um, this ain't it for me. I think this ain't it for Bobby Lashley, which is super a bummer. Any thoughts on this? Man, let me tell you something. Bobby Lashley's such a let me talk to you. Alex let Curtis, me talk to says. you. Yeah. Um, so why are we wasting what could be the last couple years of Bobby Lashley's wrestling career on on dumb gimmicky you can say ASS? You're allowed. Yeah, dumb ass gimmicky <laughs> poop. Okay, like like they've been wasting it on. Dumb I, a gimmicky s because he should be in 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 fights with Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar should be coming in with a tank at WrestleMania and and blowing up the ring as opposed to with a bulldozer to flip it over, right? Like I want to see that <laughs> type of anger and and two meaty men beating each other in a ring. Meaty That's what I want to see. I really do. And because you're wasting away a lot of the time that Bobby Lashley has left, and you know. We don't see it. We're kind of seeing, you know, Bobby Lashley comes and goes, you know, like he doesn't wrestle every week or whatever. But to me, I want to see more meaningful things coming out of him. And I'm sorry, this whole Bray Wyatt thing. I I don't think the wrestling business is for him anymore. I think he needs to become a filmmaker. I think he should go work with Rob Zombie and, and do horror films because this is maybe where he's geared to want to be at because in professional wrestling, you said it correctly. This is way worse than muddy. This is all over the place. 
and I cannot follow it. I don't know if it's intentional that he doesn't want people to follow it, but it's making no sense. And I am disengaged as a fan with it. Yeah, I feel like it had a really clear track and then it didn't. And to me, that's usually a sign of creative and not performer. Just a guess. I've never. Just a guess. Everyone is like, I get it a lot of like, oh my God, she must know something that Sean. No, I don't. Sean doesn't tell me anything. Um, The only time Sean would tell me things is when we were about to go on stream and news broke. And now he doesn't work Friday. So I know nothing. But it feels like. Like you would never like. Ray came in with a super. But sincerely, though, think about that. That guy was like, I'm going to put up QR codes with incredibly detailed pieces of the story and make fans engage with them in a way that they hadn't really before. We saw a brief Zoe Stark thing on NXT with it. But like he was using every device of storytelling that you possibly could. He had a very clear vision. This obviously felt like it was headed toward Bray Wyatt versus Uncle Howdy. And then they threw this wrench in it. And it, it feels like it's not recovering right now. No, so. it was good for a certain amount of time. You know what? A lot of people have had problems with the Bray Wyatt character and even working with him, you know, in storyline and, and trying to do things in the ring. I know if it's been mentioned with the whole thing, Brock might not have want, want, wanted to work with him or something or other like that. Like, we don't know where that go where that's going. But it it is very hard because even that whole L.A. thing, L.A. night thing, it, it just discombobulated everywhere to me. I, I lost touch with it. I didn't understand what was happening. And even now with this Bobby Lashley thing, I I don't I, I don't know. What are we we're gonna get a gimmicky match at WrestleMania, but you know. Yeah, that makes me nervous too about what are we actually going to get at Mania because it now it feels somewhere in the middle. Now it feels like a traditional match doesn't really work, but something too gimmicked out is gonna feel too gimmicky. Like now I don't know because there's just no real story there unfortunately but uh <laughs> also uncle howdy shouted like a maniac <laughs> uh Luis thinks that means it's a sign that it's bow very well could be and kind of should be in, in my i opinion. have no idea who it is it's gotta be bow dallas i'm hoping they have a match at at SummerSlam I'm if they're not gonna not allowed to say <laughs> but the funny thing is behind the current i'm texting kate everything Oh, I'm, I'm the, I'm the leaker. Blowing up. <laughs> He's the leak. Watch out, Wall Street I Journal. I am the leak. So in this episode, we have a through line of the bloodline that was pretty well done, uh, leading to Sammy and Solo. Some, some fun stuff here after the Roman promo. We kind of have some back and forth with him and Jimmy that was decently done here. Um, Jimmy saying that uh, Jay... So, or Roman asking Jimmy to kind of check in on Jay and see what the deal is. And Jimmy saying that Roman said that uh, he needs more time to think. And Roman said, oh, really? And Jimmy said, nah, he said to leave him alone, which <laughs> I liked that he was trying to cover his ass. That was pretty good. Roman getting fed up. He said he's getting frustrated. And he was like, not with him, with you to Jimmy. Uh, Roman says Sammy needs to be dealt with tonight, but if Jay isn't back next week, it isn't Sammy's fault. It's Jimmy's fault after saying none of this was an issue before Sammy came along, but supposed to take care of Sammy tonight. That should clear the way. If Jimmy can't get Jay back, not great. So well done. Well executed. Just kind of like quick little segments in this, which I appreciated. They're they're good with those with the storyline. I feel like when it's just like 
less than a minute backstages. Paul Heyman's usually making some goofy face. That that works for me. Then yeah. we get to our main event uh, with Solo Sokoa and Sami Zayn. Jimmy Uso, of course, there to cause shenanigans. Always. Andrew Cool saying, Jay Uso, new tribal chief and universal champion. That would be a fun way to go. I would probably like that better than the Cody stuff. And that's not a knock on Cody. That's just a knock on what we've gotten so far with this story. But this was this was a, a really good match. Like, Solo's been extremely protected. He looks incredibly menacing. Um we got a lot of really hard hitting spots in this match. It felt personal. Uh, we have at the end of it, Jimmy pulling Solo Sokoa away from a haluva kick and Solo follows with a Samoan spike to get the pin post-match. Jimmy and Solo are beating down Sammy set up for that chair, hip, hip chair assisted hip attack. Say that 10 times fast in the corner, Jimmy pausing and Solo wants to do it himself. Sammy gets the chair and whacks Solo with it, though, because that took so much time and hits a haluva kick to Jimmy. Kind of running him off, running into the crowd to end this. Um, Sammy finding a way is fun, even without a partner. I hope this is going where we think it's going. If it's not, that's kind of going to be like double disappointment for me. If this is the Usos turning on each other and Kevin Owens and Sammy not really gelling at some point, that's that's going to be a bummer for me. Uh, if they build this out into the tag match that we thought was coming, I think that could be really cool. But decent enough go-home segment. I want to see Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. But from what they presented to me, this was pretty all right. What were your thoughts on our our closing to the show here? Yeah, good match, man. Solo Solo's a beast. I freaking love Solo so much. Baby like, Umaga. He is Baby Umaga, 100%. <laughs> he embodies like um, current generation wrestling in the family. Right with like how everyone is with the, his brothers and his cousin, but takes a little bit of you know Umaga into it and just turns it into this incredible character. Like you see him in the street, he's believable. Yeah, you're crossing. You're the street. yeah, you're yeah, crossing the street because the <laughs> I'm not taking a Samoan spike in the ass. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, move, <laughs> I'm moving on. And um, if you need to give a Samoan yeah. spike in the ass, blue chew. Yeah. Never mind. Go ahead. Wow. I it's, just ordered it. No, I'm just it's kidding. midnight. It's midnight. Yeah, it's past 12. We're getting um, saucy after dark. I love it. So, yeah, man. Uh, not not a bad match. Uh, we love quickies here uh, there you on, go. The, on the Friday post show. So I felt like this was a quick match. It was just, just that. Um, a hell of a kick, you know, because hell of a kick, hell of a kick, guys. I don't know if you knew that. It was. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he... he um, he continues to find a way. The end felt a little muddy for me just because, like, you can hear um, the uh, Uso tell him, uh, are you good? Like, you can hear it on camera. Like, no, when did they wait? <laughs> that was Don't John wanna... Cena levels of loud, yeah. <laughs> As he was trying to put the chair on him, he goes, are you ready? I was like, no, I don't want to hear that. But, um, you know, <laughs> just the way. Still, but yeah, I hear Yeah, you. the way he got up and kind of, like, threw the chair, like, it felt like it took a little too long to put together. But other than that, I mean, I don't know where how else you still got you still got a while before WrestleMania. So, you know, how else is he gonna continue to battle out of these matches and how are you gonna bring Jay into it? You know, like there's still a lot of storytelling to be told. So I'm hoping they put this all together, Kate, package it up real nice, shine it up real good, and shove it up my candy. <laughs> Speaking of things getting shoved up, there he is. Down. 
You guys seen the, uh, the new WrestleMania poster? AKA um, starring Roman and Cody and a whole bunch of tiny oh, people at the bottom who don't matter. Are you? Is this real? That's real. Why is Sammy Zayn behind Logan? Paul? Wait a second. Wait a second. Beh look, you, can you? You have to squint to see Sammy Zayn, who is standing this? behind John Cena. He got blocked out by own yeah, show. Uh, this poster. John Cena and Logan Paul are are standing in front oh of. Oh my you God! You barely you're right. see Sami Zayn starring Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes and all these other people. Is that Uncle there. Howdy in the back? <laughs> no, it's no Uncle Howdy. No. Who's that with the glasses? Uh, that's not. That's Seth. No, no, Seth is all the way to the right, isn't he? No, Seth's in, Seth's in the back with. The, no, no, sorry, that's Snoop Dogg. That's Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg is in the poster. <laughs> Snoop Dogg's, in the Snoop Dogg's in the poster. Snoop Dogg's in the poster. Yeah. Los Angeles oh icon Snoop Dogg. It's true. He is God. a Los Angeles icon, but it's it's Snoop Dogg. Yeah. So just want to make come back sure everybody the show, please? saw that. Anyway. I can't believe that's real. No, it's totally real. I thought that was like that's fan official. made. No, that's official. That's official. Nope. Same he's tucked in the back after carrying the company. You mean to Bailey tell me that they're gonna put a part-time celebrity quote-unquote celebrity person like the Paul in front of these wrestlers who work 379,000 mm. days a year. Mm. Okay, got it. Okay, just I was just trying to figure that out. Yeah, also, least surprising thing ever. <laughs> Thanks, Kate. <laughs> well, 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 if real. it's not me back on my own show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Kate's Fightful Evening. Uh... Yeah, it's it's uh, hey, Kate, I have a like, question for you. What's that? What did you think before Cody said, I'm going to WWE? Right? Uh, mm -hmm. by that point, uh, Roman has already held the, the title, what like 600 days at that point. Who, what did you think was the storyline then? If if it wasn't oh, gonna I don't be think Cody, I don't think they had any idea, right. Because I think they maybe they would have brought up someone from they might have tried to make Braun Breaker a star. So I, I don't think they had any idea. Agreed. There you go. Okay. Agreed. Waiting on a big free agent. Got it. I, I don't think they had a clue. They kind of said as much as they didn't really have a plan. Because they I, didn't even admit that it was Cody when Cody came back. Like, I felt like obviously we knew Cody was going to come back in the Rumble. We knew he was going to win. But I, before that, before it all became news, there was no clear picture at all. To where Roman was going to take this this his championships to? No, there really wasn't. I well, I'm glad. I'm glad I don't, you I don't think them. they. I don't think they had a thought about. Okay, it either, thank you. But... I, I just wanted to ask them. <sighs> and you know what? <laughs> this is just rude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Pulowski having this much power. It makes me nervous. He knows too much. He's seen me do too he much. He sees everything. It's not great. Hey, if you don't want anybody to see anything, you should probably use the best VPN in the business. If you don't want people hacking your connection, we have this guy, Scripps, who hacks us all the time when Alex is here. We've, we've had a lot of issues with that. But if you want the best VPN in the game, if you want pay-per-views for cheaper because you're on vacation somewhere, darn it, if NordVPN isn't the service for you. Nord. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Block online trackers, annoying pop-up ads, 
unlock geoblock content. Maybe you missed the WWE Network. Maybe you want that AEW Plus. Maybe you want to subscribe to overseas services so you can get UFC pay-per-views at a reduced rate. Well, NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows you to do that. And you can do it with four months for free with that link. Not only that, you get your 30-day money-back guarantee as well, just in case you don't like it for any reason. It works on all of your devices so you can do this stuff wherever you are. Maybe you're on that unsecured Wi-Fi at the airport, the hotel. It can be dangerous. Your info is at risk. But you can still gain access to all that stuff. Check out all of your favorite shows or maybe shows you haven't discovered before with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Now with multiple tiers so you can get whatever services that you want. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. And oh my gosh, while you're saving all that money on cheap pay-per-views, on your VPN discount, you can spend all of that money on the $1,500 subscriber tier at Fightful or <laughs> Fightful's Life for $5, best $5 in the biz. $10 tier also available with its perks as well. But not only do you get so much breaking news, I'm sure there's going to be more coming at, out of Revolution as uneventful as AEW pay-per-views usually are, but uh, you will get Alex Plowski and I doing post shows behind the paywall. You get select portions that Sean does now, which are great. They're basically tidbits that he hears, but probably aren't enough to blow out into a full story yet. Um, really, really good stuff there. You get the list and your boy goes on. You get Ask Rhapsody a few times. Really, really good stuff happening on Fightful Select. The, if you liked Sour Alex, you're going to get more <laughs> of him with me behind there. You get every Monday, you get Sour Graps. Every Friday, you get an AW Rampage watch along that's a review of SmackDown right before this. But that wasn't enough for Alex today. He said, That was it. I have all this sourness to share. So he came on for you people to share all of this hour, but we're always having a blast at Fightful Select. Please subscribe if you can. And hey, please leave a thumbs up on this video if you haven't already. We would appreciate it. Helps people find us in the algorithm that YouTube loves to mess up from time to time. Yeah. So we appreciate that. And get those super chats and humper chats in. We've got the go home show to Revolution. So thoughts on Revolution, thoughts on tonight's Rampage? Feel free to share them. I thought that tonight's Rampage was kind of medium considering how heavy they usually go with rampages before a pay-per-view and blessedly because we have a one hour iron man championship match this is a yeah. little bit lighter card now a lighter AEW card means less than like 47 matches right but this is a lighter card than usual i thought they might kind of front load stuff onto rampage here but uh not uh the case but not a bad episode. Your thoughts overall on Rampage? Yeah, same. I felt the same thing as, as SmackDown. It wasn't it wasn't as eh, it was just mad to me today. I was like, okay, cool. I'm watching a wrestling show. I you know how I know the show is I'm not that as engaged is when I'm tweeting more than than watching. Than watching. And that I was is a way symptom. I was way more into tweeting and talking back with people back and forth than I was with being like more engaged focusing. with what's going on. Yeah. I get that. You'll see me tweeting on Tuesdays a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It's hard because the in-ring is oftentimes really good, but you know, it's either yeah. predictable or Schman's ending. So it's, it is hard to stay engaged in that way. But uh, this was a, a fun rampage again, not those live rampages that we're used to seeing with the intensity and excitement, but it starts with 
a four pack that's probably going to be better in my opinion than the four pack we're going to get on the pay-per-view in the tag picture we got blackpool combat club top flight aussie open in the dark order after we've been campaigning for them great to see them in action um blackpool combat club winning and, and kind of a fun ending here i definitely will say that about this match i i like how it ended Aussie Open invert inadvertently bumping into each other, which was fun and and kind of setting up Darius for that double clothesline. But this ends with the Dark Order delivering their back suplex stunner insecurity combo thing, uh, and Wheeler Yuta just pushes John Silver out of the way to pick up the victory here. Very good heel work from Wheeler Yuta in this. Really feels like Blackpool Combat Heel Club is heel. Danielson is face going into revolution. Going to be interesting to see what happens there, but this was perfectly, perfectly fun four pack. I think the in-ring here was great. And I don't know. I like this better than I think I'm probably going to like the guns, the acclaimed Dan Housen and orange Cassidy. God bless him. And Jay lethal versus Jeff Jarrett on the pay-per-view, unfortunately, unless a certain returning tag team wipes somebody out. But what did you think of what we saw tonight? Yeah. I, you know, again, I, you usually start off super hot. This match was it was good, like it great, great in-ring action, but it wasn't as hot as they usually as they usually are. So uh nice to see the you know um Hungy back out there and you know kind of seeing uh, uh the dark order do their thing. Um yeah, I don't know. It, it really didn't drive home anything that I thought was like, oh my god. So and I just finished seeing our ROH uh, on Thursday, so I was like, okay, cool, cool. Claudio is here. ROH. I know. (laughs) It's like it's a love story that has broken our hearts many times. It has, but it's here. Always seems to come back, right? Oh, baby, did it come back yesterday? I was so excited about what we saw. Very encouraging signs. But Kylie chiming in saying, I just got back from New South's Haas tournament night one. That sounds Kylie. Certainly beat sons of bitches as Sean Ross Apple. It was a blast. I hope y'all are doing well. Love y'all. Well, thank you. You are. Well, we all love supportive. you. Yeah. Make sure you That's catch nice. the beginning of the show later on. Kay has some important words for you and for everyone here. So well, if you're watching you. this now and you haven't watched the beginning, make sure you guys always rewind. Appreciate that, brother. Thank no problem. you so much. I got you. Uh, rerun telling us via Humper Chat that if this Rampage opener is the base of the ROH tag division, I'm dot 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 all in. very well played very well played i'm very intrigued to see what happens with that tag division especially because the flag bearers of that tag division and roh were jay and mark briscoe i think you've got to line up for some sort of um battle royal some sort of tournament some kind of cup that has uh tag teams from all over the world i would hope the best from new japan impact roh anybody who's available i think to, to do excuse my ignorance on this roh stuff it was very hard for me to catch it up here in 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 jersey like i always watched it when i used to go down to north to south carolina mm-hmm. uh, it would it, it would be on the cw down there like on regular sure, like TV. two in the morning yeah i would turn it on and just watch it so <laughs> I, I wasn't a heavy fan i knew of it but somehow i just kind of missed it but were the briscoes there the entirety the long run of roh uh, and were they, they the most decorated tag team in roh or my two not questions even close brother 13 time 
ROH Tag Champions. Mark Briscoe showed up at the beginning of ROH, and he was too young to compete. That wow. is how day one those guys are, which wow. is pretty cool. They were okay. that tag division. They were, in a lot of ways, you know, Reg and I talked about the absence of Jonathan Gresham a little bit yesterday, yes, and it's definitely yeah. noticeable. But when you think of the generations of ROH from the CM Punk, El Generico, yes. Kevin Steen days, and then that wave that happened with the Elite, and then the modern yes. Yes. era that went through so much with everything that happened with Marty Scroll and COVID. Yep. They were there that entire time. So, so um, to me, to me, it would only seem fair that they retire the current belts and create and create a a memorial to the tag teams using, you know, uh, Briscoe's name somehow. I, I think that would be that would be a great way not to not to only honor them. Ring of Honor, see that? I'm putting it Ring all together here. The handshake, uh, see that? The handshake, see? <laughs> Honor's but, real. But you, but you, uh, you create a tag team tournament, you know, with their names on it. I, I think it would just be so, so cool to have that, you know, and yeah. and kind of, it'll be emotional. I think for him to probably step away from that role as a tag team champion and retire that championship, and I think it'll be emotional for all of us. I, me watching it, you know, as a newer fan to ROH and sure. you know in, in the last couple of years but damn I think it would be cool to do something like that you mentioned it just now so that's why my off the top of my head I was thinking yeah of course and the other thing is like Mark has never navigated this without his brother like Correct. ever right. um, Jay had held the world championship by himself a little bit while Mark was injured yes. he had had a little bit more solo work so yep. this for Mark especially is an entirely entirely new wave so um, I'm intrigued to see what happens there, sure. but they've got a good foundation. They've got a good foundation going pun not intended, but now very intended with the foundation because they are in that tag division for sure. So <laughs> I'm so I'm so hyped that for the fact that Honor Club is back, like everything's just kind of making sense and it's and it's good television. By the way, at watchroh.com. I'm not getting a kickback from them. I'm telling you guys this Lies. for free. Before ROH had their television show. They had FTR versus Briscoe's just available on watchroh.com, which I think was a really like subtle and nice way to, to honor the legacy there. And also a great opportunity to check out one of the best tag matches of all yeah. time. So uh, worth it. Worth the $9.99 right there if you ask me. But we move on to this Mox and Hangman video package. This has been one of the best yeah. things I think that we've seen from AEW in a while. It's It's felt personal. It's spanned over a few months, but some of that was, well, we had a real injury in what I'm assuming is a kayfabe injury, right? Yeah. But they found a way to incorporate that. Um, this is some of my favorite promo work that we've gotten out of Hangman. Mox is one of the best promos in the world. I'm looking forward to this match this weekend. Your thoughts on the video package here? Really good. And you know what? Their their story extends way back. Like, they've been beating the hell out of each other, Hangman and Mox, for a while. Way before there was any title pictures, okay? People, like, it was... Um, it's cool to see how far, you know, this long-term storytelling has been coming together for them, too. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of had been fun to have Renee, like, at this pivot point, yes. too. Yes. Like, they haven't gone too heavy-handed or overkill, but there's been kind of winks and nods along the way. Do you think so. there'll be blood? I don't know. I know Mox no. doesn't really in like... A, in a like, Texas deathmatch? Yeah, I don't no. think Mox really likes blood like that. And No. You know. Not just, like, gushers. <laughs> like, gushers coming out of his forehead. Ugh. Oh, God. 
We also got a promo from Jack Perry revealing a last burial match. Um, This is one that I feel like I'm a little conflicted about. I want to see this match. I'm intrigued by the last burial match. I also feel a little weird about the fact that we had a stipulation blow-off match to kind of where the core of this feud was already between Luchasaurus and Jack Perry. Um, it, It does feel to me like we could have moved on from this, but they want to put the button on the Christian and Jungle Boy piece of it. I don't have a huge problem with that, but I think because so many other things get stuck in the mud, I'm kind of like, can we just move yeah. it along? But this is this will be fun. I'm excited for it. I think Jungle Boy having kind of pre-taped promos is a really good way for him to go. It just takes the nerves out of the, being a live promo. He's incredible in the ring. He's great in these pre-tapes. Not a bad promo, but a, a little bit more nervous, a little bit more awkward, I feel like, live. These pre-tapes, I feel like, are great, and the production around him was super fun here. Any thoughts on this? Quick, quick, to the point. Quick and to the point. We love quickies here on Friday Night Post Show. That's right, and, we do. And I'll be damned if someone's going to take my quickie away. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I let me tell you, the maturation of Jack Perry, incredible. I cannot wait to see where, where this uh, – his career continues to take him in AEW because I'm really enjoying this work that he's doing here. This like pissed off, you know, I'm going to, I'm, uh, I'm going to bury you. So, you, you know, since you love talking about my dad so much and bury you so you can go say hi to him. I'm like, Whoa, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, my dude, that hurt. I used to watch him on TV dog. <laughs> well, he said it. I know you, you gotta, we gotta accept. Right. But yeah. Agreed. Good stuff here. Hoping that I was thinking about this the other day, like the the pillars. I've gotten kind of off track a I little like bit here. No, no, I, I like yeah. I feel like Jungle Boy's been yeah. kind of floating around in this feud. Sammy Guevara for better or worse has been Jericho's henchman. We got MJF yeah. obviously at the the world title picture, but let's let's give our our pillars a little something more to sink their teeth into. But we move along here with Big Money Reho. Luis has her labeled defeating Emi Sakura, in which I thought was a great match. These more recent matches out of Riho, I've liked a little bit more because I think they're just agented a little bit more believably with yes. some of her offense. She's very tiny. If you didn't know that, JR will point it out to you consistently over and over and over and over. By God, By look God. at the size of this Not woman. Not pound soaking wet. Uh, yeah. But she. Uh, she she's been using that a little bit better. Like I I feel oh, like that's one of Sasha Banks's biggest strengths. Is she's tiny, but she she her offense has is yeah. so strategic and and great, and she knows how to use her size a little bit more. This was super fun. Emmy Sakura, obviously, you know, not a surprise in the booking here. Emmy's kind of there to eat losses, but put on great matches like this, and this was a really strong one. Hope Riho. Uh, didn't hurt her with her hip bone. There was a weird spot near the turnbuckle where it looked like Emmy's face or, or jaw hit it. Um, but some good stuff in here. Early on, a really nice uh, head scissors takedown. Really liked that. Um, Riho winning with a, a fun sequence at the end here with a yeah. leg scissors rolling combo pin for the victory, but some fun action before that heading into that spot. Your thoughts on this match? I, I'll tell you what, Riho, she's, she pops, man. The crowd loves her. She came out. The crowd got up on their feet. They were yelling. They were screaming. They were into the match the entire time uh, between her and Emmy. I, I think that um, 
we talk about pillars and people who've been in, in AEW for a while. Rio's one of them, man. She she might not be like a pillar pillar, but I'm just saying, like, she's day one and she's, yeah, champion, she's a day yeah. oneer. She's been there. She's um someone like me who had no idea who she was before, watching her on mainstream television here in the United States through AEW has really made me uh love her and i wrote that on twitter today i'm like do i really love riho yes i'm in love with riho just, just, <laughs> uh, it's true okay because she's she's actually really good athletic and she's been pinned against a lot of people that are i mean anyone could be bigger than her but yeah. that are bigger than her and she showed off man so good for her joel pearl saying 99, 99. pounds 99 pounds she's cutting you know she's not on the pay-per-view but she's trying to trying to lean out over there yeah <laughs> Oh, man. But a good, solid match. Didn't really mean anything on Not, in the yeah. course of this episode, but that was kind of a lot of the stuff on, on today's episode, minus the backstages and the video packages. But we get a Jamie, Ruby, and Soraya video here. Uh, this is interesting because I would be surprised if Ruby won, but delighted. I would be happy if uh jamie hater retained and i would feel kind of mixed on if soraya won and i wouldn't be completely floored if any of the three things happened so uh, it's interesting i really like that in this video package especially like ruby zoho has been her own person and for someone who was kind of booked to be waffling around a lot in aew not from an identity point was it like she didn't know who she was it was like they didn't know where she was or what to do with her. So having her not choosing sides and just being her own woman, I think has been really refreshing here. And then I've had some qualms with the way the story has gotten executed, but so much growth in this women's division. So great to see so many more people on my screen, so many more women on my screen. Really, really like um, the efforts that are being made, even if the execution isn't perfect. So I have less of a problem than a lot of people do with Soraya. Um, I also have a, a an attachment to her work because she was kind of in this beginning phase of the women's revolution when I started watching. Like it was her and AJ Lee that kind of put things back on the map for women's wrestling at that point to me. Um, but I I could see this going any of the three ways. What what were your thoughts on this video package? But what do you think's happening at Revolution with this? I I I don't. I mean. I could be 10 billion percent wrong here, but you know, we're fantasy booking on fantasy, right? So for me, it's like, does Britt Baker finally show her jealousy and cost Hater the belt, you know? Or like, is there a moment between them two where she, they just kind of get into an argument and that's how they get the belt off of her? I really wouldn't want that because I think Hater's so hot, figuratively and as a pro wrestler, that. <laughs> that everyone does <laughs> that she exudes and 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 you can feel it that she is a champion she comes out with 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 that charisma and that toughness and she like man she talks the talk you know that i wouldn't i want to see her be a champion a little bit longer w uh wwe doesn't do that they flip belts more than AEW does AEW we know like they'll keep the belt on people for a while so I think she retains somehow with some fugaziness, but we'll see. Look, <laughs> the simplest explanation is always the, the one you look to. 
Soraya's first promo, she says, it's so great to have a boss who listens to me. Well, if if he if he listens to Soraya, what do you think Soraya is saying to him? Ruby is only in this match because they don't want Jamie to get pinned. Mm. Soraya pins Ruby. It's the worst possible option. It Everyone is. hates it. We all move on. That's why I'm not going with it, but you're you could be right, sir. <laughs> He's like, listen up, kids. That man right, gives me the hot here. tag and then oh, leaves. Yeah. You know what though? I um I'm sad. I don't want to see Hater lose. But do you do you we think that we see a, a chase with Hater? That would be cool too. But I don't know. Like I'm, I'm just I think you just have man. another top women's feud, like a high profile women's feud between Britt and Jamie for a little bit. Jamie could also go down and face Jade. It's one of the few people we haven't seen face oh, Jade for a little yeah. bit. Um We'll see. I, I actually don't hate any of the three options. I just, my heart w- wants Ruby to go over. I do appreciate that. Um, like she was just, she was just on dark a bunch, not doing anything. And now she's yeah. in a title match. I would like to see her win that title match. Um, I'm kind of bummed seeing her lose in big spots all the times, but we'll see. We'll see. She Saturday, can even take the TBS bell too. Put her in there. Throw her in there. Take the TBS bell away from she or She lost to Jade in the. Uh, take her again. <laughs> someone's gotta someone's gotta Orlando Orego saying I'm so sorry for my white girl pronunciation but I have Orlando a- Orego there it is would you like it if Riho faces Jade I would like it in that it's something I haven't seen yet um, I think we're kind of at the end of the line of like uh oh who does Jade Yeah. Like, now there are people that are injured that could be on their way back. Layla Hirsch is one of them. Chris Statlander is like the person, but that was a pretty severe injury that, that Chris Statlander had. So um, if she's ready, that's awesome. I don't know if they could drag it out through the summer. If not, it feels like they've really dropped the ball after this baddie story on, on Jade. So I would like Rio to, to see it just because it's something I haven't seen before. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I told you before, I'm I'm conflicted. I have no idea. And there's times where I you definitely know a clear-cut winner in certain matches and sure. who's going to be jumping in or what happens. I am so lost when it comes to these matches. And not in a bad way, in a good way. I am not sitting here with predictable thoughts. I have no idea what's happening. And I'm going to be... I'm going to take it all in. Whatever happens, happens. With Jade, it's starting to turn bad for me. Jade, I'm starting to lose faith that they know who's going to be the person to come in. I don't know if they thought they had Mercedes and they didn't. I don't know if Mercedes is surprising us, but it it feels like, uh (laughs) uh-oh. G-Bro saying, when Hater loses, you'd better have Riot Police. Can I interest you in some fashion police? Because I miss those guys on my screen, but... uh, We move along to R.I.P. Serpentico. God bless you, Serpentico. Powerhouse have with the squashiest of all squashes in the history of squashing. Um, I get all hot and bothered when pop, 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 powerhouse comes out, man. I'm just like, God damn it, man. That torture wreck. Holy cow. And we get a nice promo after this, too. Um, simple, predictable, but basically saying, I don't care if it's Wardlow or Samoa Joe. The next chapter in the book of Hobbs is yes. me winning the title. Yes. I'm wondering if they're going to run back the triple threat, find a way to get there. I wouldn't hate it. Uh, it makes Sunday pretty interesting as far as Wardlow and Samoa Joe. Uh, 
I don't think Joe needs the belt. I think he's going to go do some awesome work in ROH, which I'm very excited about selfishly. Um, But intrigued. I think they make it a triple threat somehow. But what are your thoughts on this squishy squash? And what do you think is happening at uh, Revolution? I think, you know, I kind of like Powerhouse a little bit. bit. I've told you before. And I have also mentioned that we need to see him in a TNT uh championship run because that will tell you where he's going to go next you know and i think that if he if and he wins this tnt championship the hobbs era is going to start and the book of hobbs is going to start adding some incredible chapters because this man i don't want to see him running around with this giant cheerio i want to see him like get this sonic sonic ring get you know go get the belt win it and just run shop show show the roster what you're really made of you know because he has some other big meaty men that could come after him any day of the week you know i have wishful thinking booking around starks and jericho and that is that jericho says i can't have the jericho appreciation society at ringside but i can have jericho reunite um and andretti cost jericho the match by equalizing him in some way um and starks wins again and we actually move on and then the feud pivots to andretti versus jericho i think that could be really cool and the reason i bring that up is because we still have like something kind of unresolved with hobbs and starks that would be such a great next place for starks to go is to jump back into that feud back into a title picture i think that could be such fun so those are my hopes jericho feuds tell me that'll last another eight years but I'm hopeful. Jericho's 65 still feuding with <laughs> with stocks over a shirt. Uh, we got a Takeshita interview, which is interesting. He says that he came close again, but didn't win. And Don Callis appears, who's been clearly yeah. scouting him, clearly checking him out, bearing Disco Inferno online about it, which is always fun. Uh, I Ooh. really... Um, I'm intrigued. I don't, it's weird because Takeshita's so over, he doesn't need a mouthpiece. But I am intrigued by the idea of Don Callis and Takeshita. Something about that pairing works for me. I don't love all of Don Callis's work, but something just clicks with that for me. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on that potential pairing? Yeah, I, I think that uh, <clears throat> I think that Callis could bring a lot of uh, a lot of good out of matches with him. Um, not necessarily having him having to talk for himself, even though let me tell you something, Renee talking to him, it looked like it was such a comfortable conversation. Like the man could speak, the man, the man could communicate with you. So maybe having Don Callis, maybe con his way into, you know, taking over him like Paul Barry did with Undertaker, you know, like having him managing him and seeing where this goes, you know, it could be fun, man, you know? Agreed. And Kenny Omega got so silly in his run, which was fun. But when they were like building the exploding deathmatch ring, yes, like Don Callis was leaning into all the silliness. I'm intrigued to see what like a, a straight up serious yes. Don Callis with Takeshita would look like. So we will see what happens there. But we move along to Mark Briscoe's promo package here, which was really fun. He said like he was, you know, down for the count and he looked up and he saw something that warmed his heart he saw two brothers he saw the lucha yeah. brothers 
Uh, very cool to see the Lucha Brothers and Briscoe getting set up for Davari, Nice, and Woods. If you don't know what Josh Woods is capable of, I encourage you to go check out his match yesterday with Takeshita. Holy cow. Not a pure rules match, but might as well have been super, super fun match. Can't believe it wasn't my match of the night. Almost disgusting that it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> he said, well. Mark, estamos contigo. That's right. Love it. Good stuff here. Good stuff. So excited that. And we get a tag title package as well. Mm. Eh. Mm. Are you feeling more optimistic about this four pack than I am? Or nah? This is, uh, he has to know that people are shitting all over this tag there's team two, thing. Two possibilities, right? He, well, he has to know what's going on. And if he listens to fans and he reads Twitter as much as he does, and he's into the Reddit pages. <laughs> he, he knows this is bad. There, There's three possibilities. One, this match occurs as is, and the guns retain, which is not great. Two, Orange Cassidy was selling the hell out of his ribs, and maybe he can't compete, so FTR Ooh. comes in and does. Three, this is an FTR swerve move, because FTR and CM Punk are coming to cost the elite the titles that's my most wishful thinking thing in the world but just looking at the environment that they've set up house of black should win these titles either way right um having a, these three guys come back the way they've been operating on social media to cost the young bucks to cost kenny the titles that they were held for like the ones that they fought for the ones that they put on reserve is interesting um i if it's option one, I'm going to barf. If it's option three, I'm going to lose my mind. If it's option two, that's fine. But I'm kind of like, why don't you just have a Joker in the Battle Royal? Then you could have sold tickets based off of FTR's presence in this. Yeah. <laughs> I think they are like moves the needle kind of tag team. Um, but so you, everybody's kind of in the same camp that this like isn't the greatest. Right. I think we're all. We're all I mean, uh, like you just mentioned. Look. Oh, look, here we go. Look. Look. You Look, can just stay because we have the go home segment after this. They're a billionaires and billionaires' kids aren't used to being told, hey, that idea you have sucks. Nobody tells them that. Okay. So he might seek it out on social media, but if he's not, he thinks he's the best. How many fucking Booker of the Year awards has he won by default because everyone else sucks so hard? Like he thinks all of his ideas are awesome and has since he was a child because no one's ever told him, little Richie Rich, that he ever made a mistake in his life. Look, Alex, so, I want to cleanse the palate here, okay? I want to move on along to something that I know you're excited about, mm. which is our main event of Keith oh. Lee and Dustin. Oh, Dude, coming out party where, where everybody could tell he was the most talented guy in the ring by far, right? Broadway Joe says, those crooks, Keith and Dustin, are lucky our hero Trench wasn't there to even the odds against justice. Hashtag Trench section. Oh my god, that made me laugh. That was um, so bad. Let's talk about the good and the bad of this. I'm gonna give you a quick rundown kind of a, of what happened here. Keith Lee winning with the Big Bang Catastrophe was great. We got a spot before this where he gorilla press slams Dustin onto Parker Bordeaux. Um, 
a lot of really fun spots here with Keith Lee just eating, <laughs> just eating everybody. Why wouldn't you if you're Keith Lee? You can. Um, my goodness, like what a what a tremendous wrestler. I've been on the side of this was such a hot feud. I wish they resolved it when they did. Like, I wish this was a personal one-on-one thing between Swerve at the time that they heated up this feud. They're heating it back up, and I want to see that solo match, which is great. But I, I got, no, I got no love for Barker Bordeaux at this point. Like, it, it's just not. He's just not there yet. He's just not there and not going to get bad. there or whatever. Like, th- this isn't working. I don't feel like he's, he's a TV. He's abjectly yet. bad. He's like people in the chat who's like, he's fine. You have such lowered expectations for him that if he meets them, then it's fine. It's not fine. He's bad. He's a two out of 10 wrestler. He's bad. And and it, and it only serves to show you how bad he is when he's in there against the veteran of all veterans, Dustin Rhodes, friggin' Keith Lee, who is the big man of all big men. And Swerve, who's an absolute friggin' megastar. I, I just, I, w- I watched him come out there with Swerve, and I was like, there have to be 50 people who would be a better fit for this spot than Parker Boudreaux. I don't get it. I don't get Dressed it. Dressed as Ice Train from WCW. He had the same thing. Like, he just went over and bought his singlet. Well, he just, God. like, um... He looked really lost in there today. He did. Like, he, he looked like a fish out of water, which makes me nervous. Because if you're in there with Dustin Rhodes and you're a fish out of water, yeah. yikes, that guy will give you everything. And he's as veteran yeah. and selfless as they come in the ring. Keith Lee is great to to see work. He, I think he gives a lot of people um, really, really good matches. And to be under Swerve's wing and be um, this ill-prepared or ill-fitting in the ring. He's just not, to me, like, TV-ready yet, not to mention, like, in such a high-profile spot and what was one of my favorite feuds of last year that got postponed to this point kind of for this in a weird way, like, just does not work for me at all. How many stars, I'm just curious from the both of you, if you guys were rating a star system based on whatever you want to base it on, if you had Dom versus Parker, boom, right now, how many stars? Seriously. Is it in the you know, Tokyo Dome? You know, yes, it's in the Tokyo Dome. Okay, well, then 14. They're in the climax. Or whatever. <laughs> the G1 climax? They're in the climax. Oh, no. Is this a G1 match? That's awful. You got like Tanahashi and Okada kicking around. Oh, no. <clears throat> oh, no, Alex. Um, Parker, sun, all, yeah. all Parker has is explosiveness which is the number one thing Dominic lacks. So like, I, I, I mean, I think Dominic probably could wrestle circles around Parker Boudreaux, which is saying something, but I want to talk about Kate, how you said at the time when they, when they uh, cinder block stomped Keith Lee, why aren't you just doing the big match right now? And I was like, Oh no, 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 no. This is how they work. They're going to put it off and then they're going to heat it back up two weeks before revolution and we're going to get our big blow-off match at Revolution. Now that we're not doing that, I'm firmly in your camp. I have no idea why they didn't just do it then. The, like, it ha- this has to have the blow-off at St. Patrick's Day Slam, or whatever, which is in like two weeks. Two weeks because yeah. otherwise it's three months. We are, in, we are March 3rd, 
and 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 a double or nothing happens at the end of May. That's three months of putting this off. Like Keith Lee, we got a Keith Lee versus Swerve like exchange exchange at one point where they were just like Keith Lee was was like, no, you're not going anywhere. And Swerve was like, I'm going to kick you in the face as hard as I can. <laughs> and then and then Keith Lee was like, I'm going to pick you up as high as I possibly can and put you through the mat. And it was like 45 seconds. And I was like, why are we not getting 20 minutes of this two See, days that, from now? That's my thing, too, is I got a lot of people saying that of like, they'll heat this back up before revolution. And while I understand that's how they work, you could switch up the playbook and just move on from a feud and have the match. Like, that's where I was because it felt so personal. They had done such a good job of executing the story of we're not on the same page as tag team partners. And then it was, whoa, we're not even using the same tactics. Like, you're willing to go to places I'm not. Right. And then it was, I can't even function with you here and then it got so personal shane taylor came back for that one promo and was like shoot not keith lee and then they kind of just dropped it and i understand they like i my whole thing with this was like yeah no i get it i just think it's a bad idea to cool it off when you are white hot like sometimes i feel like you should just strike while the iron's hot that's what i wish they did there and then they put it off to do this i'm just i it's not not scratching my itches they would have benefited from one of those. I'll tell you what, AEW cages are really dope. I love the AEW cages. They would have benefited from an AEW cage match. They have them have them locked in there and beat the crap out of each other. Like, you know, like this is personal. This is what you did to me. We are not coming out of here. Keith Lee you know just throwing swerve around in the yeah. cage would be a whole yeah. lot. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how it ends or where it ends or whatever, but you know, not having the the goons being able to come in because of the cage, you know, like you have that that blow off and you know that's where wwe comes in they'll have a blow off like that you know where they'll put them in a cage but damn it would have been so great to see them maybe I maybe was later elevating for it and now i'm like i can't wait to i'm i'm still excited to see a match between the two of them but like i was there's no build up anymore drooling. it's just yeah. them it's just them <laughs> you know looking at each other wizard keith lee coming out you know <laughs> Sith Lord so, yeah. Keith Lee. Speaking of wizards, we do have Starks attacking Y2J in the main event go home piece of this, which is uh a thing that happened. And just to cap off Alex's sourness about Parker, they were like, We're gonna give you Chris Jericho too. Really? <laughs> but that is Chris, Chris the Jericho is the, the the end the end of the show is is this. They've <laughs> They have given Jericho every excuse to lose. He's having a match in which he can't get Yas to come in and cheat. They're barred from ringside. They can't be there, right? So it's easy. Just have Ricky Starks beat him and you're done. It's like He's got every excuse to lose. Oh, but they're not going to do that, though, because Chris Jericho, because Floyd's not banned from ringside. The bat. So that's been, a, that's been a central character in this whole feud has been Floyd the bat. So he's gonna hit him. He's gonna hit him with a bat, and then and then he's gonna win, uh, or or there'll be a ref bump, and Sammy Guevara will come oh, down while God, the ref yeah. is knocked out, and because he's barred from ringside, but only if the ref sees him. So Chris Jericho is absolutely winning this match, and they're not gonna have the blow after this feud until Double or Nothing as well. Um, long term, long term booking. Also, pal. they didn't say. Everybody's banned. They said 
Jazz is banned. So we'll see how that comes into play. But we did have one other chat um, when you pulled up that poster and you kicked me off my own stream, Alex. Oh, yes. Said, yes. Call it now, Logan Paul, Mr. Money in the Bank for 2024. That makes you me barf. Yeah. I can't oh. rule Adrenaline out. in my soul. Something, yep. something. Oh, whoa. Yep. <laughs> but that's your go home. That's your go home to revolution. We've got so much more coming up for you this weekend here at Fightful. You got Grab City tomorrow. And then on Sunday, you got the pre show. You got a Fightful pre show for Revolution. <coughs> you've got post show on the main with Sean Ross Happ and Julie Cutler. And you've got me. And if you skip one, Alex, and go to the next, uh, we're going to be doing the. Fightful Select, there you go. Fightful oh, Select right. post show for you over there. If you liked what you saw tonight, you'll get more of it on FightfulSelect.com. But we'll go uh, Pulowski plugs, Cardoza plugs, and then I'll wrap us up. Um, hey, we do this new thing over on at Know Your News every, every Friday at noon Eastern for your lunch break. Or if you're on the Pacific time, um, wake up, wake up. Uh, and, and listen to us crap all over a movie. This week we did Theodore Rex, which is a really, 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 really bad movie. I don't know what we're doing next week, but it can't be as bad as a movie that Whoopi Goldberg sued the producers Ugh. so she wouldn't have to star in it. Um, but it's fun. <laughs> and, and, but they, they said, the judge said, no, you, you did verbally agree to be in the movie. However, I've seen the script. It's so bad. They have to pay you an extra $2 million. That was the settlement that, that they agreed to. So that's how bad the movie is. But anyway, it's a lot of fun to talk about it. Uh, yes, cookies, 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 cookies. Um, that's an inside joke from Theodore Rex. Um, uh, also, uh, yeah, so every Monday on Fightful Select, uh, Kate and I talk about Raw. It's a, a lot of fun. It's a lot more fun than watching Raw. I'll tell you that. And then Tuesdays, <laughs> it's NXT. And NXT Roadblock. On the road, oh, that's right. is, yes. is on Tuesday. So, so come and watch that. Well, we'll talk about how great all of the in ring was, and how we really praise uh, the wrestlers, and how terrible and nonsensical all of the booking choices were. And then Wednesdays, you have the AEW dynamic. Yeah, Wednesdays, I talk. Sean lets me talk sometimes about things with <laughs> Sean. Whatever. Lets me talk cardoza plug your way out of here hey man you can find me on uh on the instagrams just check for alexis cardoza together and on twitter underscore alexis cardoza and uh, i'll be posting all the projects i'm working on on there and uh they'll be fun so keep an eye out for them oops the plugs are gonna be long because i don't have a day off till saturday wow <laughs> i've got excite wrestling commentary tomorrow <laughs> twitch.tv backslash excite wrestling or just regular slash i think LSG versus young up-and-comer Bobby Fish is your main event Ooh, over there. So fish. check that out. Mondays, as Alex said, joining him behind the paywall at Fightful Select for the Sour Grabs Post Show. Tuesdays on the main channel, NXT Post Show. Wednesdays at Mark Order Pod. Thursdays, looks like our ROH show is going to be sticking around because your support was so incredible this week. So thank you for that. Friday's right back here and Saturday. I'm going to sleep real well, you guys, but... We hope you have a safe and wonderful weekend. Enjoy Revolution if you are watching. We appreciate your support as always. Check out Alexis's QR code for more. Have a great weekend. We're out of here.